Tuffy, no, it's me granddad! She's been sneaking into your room at night and sniffing your socks. Why are you kidnapping a person? And she just went, I'm disabled. I would want to be shagging in a fucking damp ridden witch's closet. If it was my granddad, I'd want, I'd want his cock. Who's your ultimate lay? You can pick anyone. Historical figure. Yeah. I'm Berlin. You're lucky I'm alive. Am I? You are lucky I'm alive. Lucky. You are lucky I'm alive. What's happened? I, uh, I, I stayed with the most mentally ill woman in Edinburgh. Oh my God, she wanted to wear my skin. She was an absolute <laughs> lunatic. And I got offered by my venue, obviously just got back from the Fringe for a bit of context, because uh, this is going out, we're recording this on the 23rd of August. I've just got back a couple of days ago. It's going out in about mm, three weeks. 9th of September, I think. Oh, yeah, precise. You. Look at you. Man's been editing. Um, <laughs> that's all you've been <laughs> that's doing. all I've been fucking doing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so obviously this going out in a few weeks, just got back from the Edinburgh Fringe. My venue said to me, um, obviously we'll get into how the Fringe went and stuff, but they said the run's going well. Do you want to extend it? And the only reason I didn't is because I couldn't spend another week with this maniac. <laughs> she was genuinely really? so, yeah. oh my God, mate. It's right, so. It just explains why you got a decent price. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah, yeah. you got a good price for I Edinburgh. I tell everyone the story. They go, how much did you pay? They're like, that's all right. Yeah. That's all right. You can put up with the mental. The, the mental. Just, <laughs> the, that, just the mental stuff. Yeah. Um, so, mate. <laughs> <laughs> she picked me up. Uh, so she said to me, she was like, parking in Edinburgh, obviously, as you'll know, is impossible. Uh, they've put loads of permit holder places in, in all the usual places that you would be able to park. Um, so if you, if you want, leave your car in Musselburgh. So you drove up? My, yeah. yeah. So I drove up and she went, leave your car in Musselburgh uh, where my daughter, at uh, my daughter's house. So she will be able to keep an eye on it and stuff. And then I'll pick you up from there and take you back to my flat. So I was like, yeah, perfect. Fucking Musselburgh doesn't sound very inviting, does it? No, it doesn't. It's actually very posh. Is it? Um, Sounds like it's full of studs. I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it does, does. Yeah, well done. <laughs> Come on, Who's been the fringe lad? Go on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Evidently not you. Um, so, so I was like, "Yeah, sweet, sounds good." So she comes to pick me up, and she seems like she, she's not my type of person. Like she's into like <laughs> jazz, and she's very posh, very Tory, and oh, just okay. very. Joey, you just like she had just, me at jazz. You at lost one, me at Tory, and I feel like those things don't often go out. No, she's just very like she goes and watches poetry. Yeah, live does she play clarinet and yeah, just yeah, shit like that. You know, you just be like, oh, you seem all right, you're it, fine, whatever. What you've got your quirks? We've all got them. <laughs> she at one point she went, "We're going to come and see your show," and I went, "Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're going to love that bit on on, uh, on, on threesomes." <laughs> Um, so she picks me up and while we're driving back, we're having like, you know, like really painful, like small talk and stuff or whatever. But while we're driving back, she curbs her car wheel and then she apologizes to the car. Okay. I thought the apology was going to be to you. No, no, no. She apologizes to the car, but not in a sense of Sincerely. like, but this is it with all the sincerity in the world. Liam. She didn't just go, Oh fuck. Sorry about that. To the car, like just as a little joke. She was like, why? Like rubbing her hand on the dash. And she goes, Oh, I'm so sorry, Dobbin. I'll never do it again. The car was called Dobbin, right? Let's not. Oh, oh, Dobby or Dobbin? Dobbin. That's worse. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Uh, yeah. And uh, I just had to be like, <laughs> that's terrifying. Yeah. At first you're like, <laughs> and then when she looks at you, like deadly serious, like, yeah. are you not going to so... offer a word of support, Adam? <laughs> yeah. So we get back to, I think you're like, this was a bit mad, but whatever. And also, just... curbing your fucking wheel. Sound, I do it all the time. It's yeah. part of the process. Yeah. Come on. I probably wouldn't brag about that. That's it not, is that, it's a it? weird flex. <laughs> <laughs> so we get back to her flat and like she's shown me the room and it seems nice or whatever, but like it's like riddled with damp, the room. Oh. That's like, lad, it's so angular. Like, I got so ill life. and I just didn't get any better at yeah. all, like, the entire time we were there. And she smokes in the flat and stuff. And, you know, you're just like, this isn't this isn't ideal. I wasn't made aware of any of this, but yeah. it is what it is. Like, I'm just fucking, you can't, I guess beggars can't be choosers. But then at the same time, I have paid. Yeah, you know, And it wasn't that cheap. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Go on, tell the people. So, huh? Tell the people how much it, it was. It was like 600 quid for two weeks. That's actually all right for Edinburgh, but yeah, it's still it's not, a lot but, of money, like, though. It's still it's like still, a month's rent, isn't it? Especially when, like, it's just a room. Yeah. Just yeah, a room. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not there ever. Yeah. I'm not using any of her stuff. Like, I'm not there. Yeah. So we get back into it. She shows me around or whatever, and I'm like, sweet. And then she, she was an author. So she goes and grabs a book, 
Um, and she goes, basically what this is, this is an excerpt that I, uh, I did, submitted to like a local paper when I moved into the house. And she made me read this like um, this like entirely true story. Like it wasn't, wasn't fiction or anything. And basically the top and bottom of it is she went to view the house and she wasn't sold on it. Went to view the flat, wasn't sold on it, wasn't really keen. And then she said that witches came to visit her in the night. It's genuinely true what I'm telling you, right? Witches came to visit her in the night. Hocus pocus witches. Yeah, I guess. Like. <laughs> witches came to visit her in the night and they told her that it was her destiny that she was going to die in that flat. I'd fucking do like, I'd go somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. But dying in this damp fucking red yeah, shit yeah, hole. Yeah. So I was, I, I was sat there, I was like, ah, oh, me too, man. This sounds a bit. <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, ooh, this is tense. I was like, oh yeah, it sounds mad. Yeah, fuck it. Oh, that's cool. Anyway, I'm going to go check out my venue. Appreciate you though. So that was the first like hour. So you know, you just you off, like, but the weirdest thing about that is that she's like handed this to you to read and watched. Mm. So you've got to mm. like you've got to manage your reaction in real yeah, yeah. time. It's like when money falls out of a card, you're acting like you've not noticed that it's absolutely. Give <laughs> <Can't> really, you <laughs> want to just count it? Yeah, instantly. yeah. Like she was batshit insane, right? So that's like within the first hour of me meeting her, I'm sat there, real like, oh, but I'm you know I'm excited. I mean, Edinburgh, yeah, I'm not really thinking much of it. I'm just cracking on. Gone to see the venue, made up with the venue and stuff, blah blah blah, and then I just don't really see her. I'm getting in at like midnight every night. I'm leaving at like 11 a.m. Like we're just not really crossing paths and stuff. And when we do, like it's no big deal or Did whatever. Did she give you a curfew? No, no, she just said do whatever. She gave me like keys and stuff. Uh, like I asked that prior to getting there because I was like, if there's going to be a curfew, then oh, I'm not. It would have been easy you. to get in either way. Three um, fucking witches got in, no key. Sad. So we hour. crack on, and like I said, I'm just not seeing her. Just very, very rarely seeing her. We just exchange a couple of passing words when I do see her and stuff, and everything's fine. So I'm not really thinking too much of it. And then she's being just like, she's making me uncomfortable in like certain parts and stuff. And she's got no social cues whatsoever in like- Social cues. So, social cues. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and a speech impediment also. Um, Free yeah, she's, just, she's just not getting it. Do you know what I mean? And you know, you're just like, oh, this is just a bit awkward. And she was just making me feel uncomfortable and stuff and, and like social interactions and stuff. She just, you're just like, no, I need, uh, I, there's nothing specific that I could- tell you okay it's just like you're yeah. like oh you just like oh fuck it i feel like i'm gonna wake up and you're gonna be staring at me it's yeah, that sort yeah. of vibe do you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> it's like one of them just, oh. i'm protecting you aaron <laughs> yeah <laughs> the witches are here yeah <laughs> so about four days what? before i'm coming home this is on the uh this is on like the thursday night okay. I'm, i was coming home on the monday i get in at like 11 30 p.m um and she's like waiting for me like she hears me coming through like the door and she's just stood at the top of the stairs and she's like just wearing a dressing gown, right? Nice. And uh, <laughs> she's like wearing a dressing gown. Um, so I had a wank and then uh, carried on and then- uh, <laughs> There's two types of dressing gown though. There's like a sexy lacy dressing gown and then there's a I'm ill and don't want to put on clothes <laughs> type of dressing gown. Which one are we talking? Weirdly both. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, so, so she just stood waiting for me and, uh, and she goes, when are you going home? It's the first thing she says. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, sorry. I'm like, I've had a couple of drinks. I'm like a little bit whittled. I'm like, what? She's like, when are you going home? And I'm like, Monday. And she goes, oh, oh, I thought you were going on Saturday. I was like, no, no, I go on Monday, Monday morning. And she goes, oh, right. Okay. Okay. And she's like, there's just like really awkward silence. Yeah. So I'm like, is everything, like, is that bad? Do you, do you need me to go Saturday? Like, is she trying is to she get went, rid or is she trying to get under? That's what I'm trying to figure <laughs> out. And she goes, uh, when's your last show? And I said, Sunday. And she went, well, why aren't you going home on Sunday? Because the last show's at 9 p.m. And I'll be done at 10.30. And it's a five-hour drive. And I'll probably die. But at the minute, it's sounding like a good option. Like this is I feel deep. dead. Yeah, 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 I'm dead inside right now. I'll make this fucking um, well. And she goes, right, okay. So what it is, uh, the cleaner's coming on Saturday. And she's like going to clean up after you've gone and stuff. That was the idea. Uh, she's going to come on Saturday. Um, but obviously, you're still going to be here. So is there any chance you can just not shower between Saturday and Monday? <laughs> what an odd request. And I but went, this no. Is 
I went, no, of course not. Like, I've got shows. I'm out like 12, 14 hours a day. Like, I've got, I've got shows to do. I need to shower. Like, no, That's especially just like proven to me. She's not asked about you having a shower. She's not asked about the, the cleaner coming in. Sorry, she's been sneaking into your room at night and sniffing your socks, and she just wants that fucking three day stank. That's what she's yeah, yeah, after. Yeah. Creep. Yeah. I did not think about that. Um, <laughs> she goes, "Can you can you just Thanks not shower?" And I was like, "No, of course not. Like, I need to I need to have a shower." And she goes, "Right, well, you'll have to clean it then." And I went, "I'm sorry." And she went, "Well, I don't like cleaning showers. I've not cleaned a shower in years. I get the cleaners to do it for a reason. If you're still going to be here and wish to use the shower, then you'll have to clean it." And I went, "I'll just go on Saturday." Like this is really odd. Like you've sort of corded me in the room at like midnight. This is just a really, this is just really odd. Like you just so just, weird. Yeah, and I'll just I'll stay at a pal's. Like I've got mates up here and stuff. I'll just go and kip on his sofa for for a couple. He'll of let nights me use and, his fucking shower. Yeah, maybe he'll let me shower. Yeah. Um, I was like, this is just really weird. And she went, No, no, it's okay, it's okay. Um, I'll just give you a spray and you can just wipe it down and stuff, and then it's fine. And I was just like, right, whatever, whatever. So I've just thought that's fucking weird. Bearing in mind, this shower is riddled with damp. I've got photos that I will slide in here of the ce the ceilings peeling off the wall. It was like oh, falling on me amazing. in the shower. I cannot stress to you how disgusting <laughs> this shower was. And it's so much worse than you could possibly. The cleaner comes once a week, apparently, and it is so much worse than you could possibly do in a week. So I've not caused this. It's just absolutely bogging. It's yeah. disgusting. So you're like, in my mind, I'm like, what is she cleaning? Nothing's being cleaned. Anyway, fast forward the next day. Let's say, you know, none of this story is bullshit. Okay. Because I got home and there was a note waiting for me on bed. It just says, all is well. Cleaners agreed to come Tuesday. Shower to your heart's content. Oh my <laughs> fucking God. This woman is so mentally oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, thanks. Nice one. I appreciate it. Is she forgetting <laughs> that you paid 600 pounds? That's what I mean. Like you've not, she, she's not she's just let you stay there of the goodness of a heart. Bonkers. So that, yeah, she was just, she was just nuts. It was really. Shower to your heart's content. I'd have had five showers in one day. For oh, a well, I, I, yeah, I had a about. wank in one of her books that she'd written. Um, <laughs> Yeah, page 38 and 39 are stuck together, my guy. <laughs> oh, that was the best bit. That was the bit with the witches. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was just nuts, man. She was just really, really odd. And yeah, yeah I started telling was... that story on stage. It was really fun. <laughs> what was uh, what was she like when Beth was around? We just didn't really see her, but no, yeah, just very, yeah, 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 yeah. There was no in and out, which was a yeah. fucking main issue, to be honest. Beth was there for four days and there was no in and outs whatsoever. Oh, well, I wouldn't want to be shagging in a fucking damp ridden witch's closet. Fuck that shit. <laughs> it's a soundbite. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, man. and also not to mention, right, every morning at 7.35am, I got woken up because the window was like single glazing. And it was right underneath, it was right above like a, a bar. Yeah. So that the bin man would come and empty the bottle bin every single morning at 7.30 a.m. But he would do it along the entire stretch of road. So I'd be awake for about 30 minutes just listening to this. But you are not prepared for how loud this is. Yeah, I was when you said that, I just thought, oh, I can't be that bad. I'd sleep through it. Mate, you are not. I, I'm a pretty heavy sleeper. Let me see if I can find this video. I'm pretty quick. heavy sleeper. Well, did you sound like, why did you sound like Tars? I'd say that to Jane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty heavy Where's... sleeper. Now, bearing in mind, this has already woken me up, and then I've started to record a video. Okay, All you right. are not prepared for how loud this is. Wait for it. Every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. <laughs> <Seven> <laughs> <for> every day. <laughs> um, yeah, 7.30 a.m. every day for about 30 minutes. He would just go further. And then it would start to get quieter as he gets further away. And then, oh, but he would just, like, you know, you just sat there like, what am I paying for? Yeah. I'm barely sleeping. It's an absolute hole. It's fucking horrible. And it was probably oh better than 90% of the other accommodations yeah. out there. Oh, my God. Never again. Never again. Would like you, not, say, the would venue... you not stay there for that price? 
Um, no, I, cu- I couldn't deal with her. Oh, man. really? Like, she bad, was yeah. like, obviously, a lot of the stuff I've said isn't doesn't sound like it's that bad, but just like her general vibe. No, I know. Just, I know. So you just like, I just don't fucking need this. You talk stuff. about it and it just all melts. You know, we've only been chatting for well, about 15 minutes. I'm going to have caught a lot of this. Oh, no, no. <laughs> we've only it's been chatting long. for about... When I told it on stage, it took me a minute and a half. I don't know what. <laughs> I just gave you all the details in the world. <laughs> but, but, like, but when it's like day in, day out for weeks, it just felt fucking great on your mind. Yeah, it was yeah. hard work. It was, very, it was, she, she was just, yeah. She was lovely or whatever, but she wasn't also like, she, when she carded me that night when she was complaining about, um, like me showering or whatever, she was asking me about like, uh, oh, I was watching a documentary on the, on the Edinburgh Fringe and they were talking about like accommodation costs and, and how expensive it can be. She's trying to thought, fucking. And I just thought like, oh, it's just, it's so bad, isn't it? How much people charge, like people pay thousands for accommodation. I was like, you've charged me 600 quid for a damp fucking (laughs) tiny bedroom (laughs) with like the fucking guy emptying a bin right next to my head every morning. (laughs) Like it's just, you're part of the fucking issue. But she's part of the issue and she doesn't even know. I know. Do you know what I mean? Like my mortgage is less than I paid for two weeks in a fucking room. insane. That's oh my God. Won't be for long like, but we'll move on. No, yeah, it won't be for long. (laughs) September the jig's up in it, but um, yeah. How was the festival in general though? Your yeah. second time going putting on a show, but your first time yeah. doing it a was, full show yourself. It was really good, man. It was it was so much better than I anticipated it would be. Uh, I was really anxious sort of going down and stuff because there's no sort of pal to lean on and stuff. And obviously last yeah. year I mentioned that Ishan was there a lot and he was um, really took me under his wing and stuff. Uh, and we hung out like pretty much every day, like, I would leave him at five in the morning and then I'd wake up at 11 and we'd go get lunch. Like it was, yeah. we just spent so much time together and I knew I wasn't going to have that this year. I actually spoke to Ishan yesterday and I told him how much I hated him for not <laughs> making time for me this year. He was in Canada, as if that's better. Um, <laughs> as if that's better than hanging out with me. Um, but yes, it was, so I was just very anxious going and stuff, but yeah, it was so much better than I anticipated. Yeah. I think I had, I just couldn't believe how much, how many of the tickets actually sold? Yeah, but I thought I, I was gonna just it. go and just fucking be playing rooms like six people, and it was gonna be a real slog. And uh, I think when I left, I had like one thousand three hundred eighty tickets ish to sell, Sick. and I sold over eleven hundred. Sick. Like I, I think I sold it out like twenty out of like thirty four times, something like yeah, that. It was just outrageous, man. I did not expect it, and like it's tough. Like if, like realistically, with this pod. Like, we've been doing this for, what, like, two years coming up in Closing February? Closing it on two, yeah. Yeah, and sometimes, like, in the nicest possible way, like, obviously, we love the listeners and stuff, and we don't have a ton of them. We get, like, 4,000 downloads a week, that's fair to say, isn't yeah. it? We don't have loads of them. But you do find yourself sometimes got to go in, is this worth it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's cost us thousands to do it. We've not made a single penny yet. We've got had to buy all the equipment, and when we were renting off uh, a studio off space off Have A Word and stuff, we were just hemorrhaging money all the time. And you like we're just not seeing any fruits of the labour yet. Nothing's happening for us. Like we've not nothing's like really taken off. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm just thinking the moment I knew it was worth it was when Steve Moore offered to send us his piss glass. <laughs> <laughs> that was the moment I knew. We have very different hopes and ambitions <laughs> to this part. He's still messaging me like, when, 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 when do you want this piss glass, lad? I don't want Steve Moore knowing where my mum lives. Because <laughs> 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 she has her own witches. So let's, uh, let's just say that. <laughs> but no, I get what you're saying. So we you just, you just find yourself going like, is this worth it? Like, we've yeah. not made any money. We're not... Like, there's not really close to it and stuff. Like, hopefully, obviously, now that I'm back, we're going to get a Patreon set up soon right after you get back from Florida and we're going to do a highlights channel and just things like that. And we're going to try and push on with it. Yeah. Um, But then you go to a place like the Edinburgh Fringe and, like, listeners were coming out in droves, man. Safe. Like, and making themselves known. And, like, it was when I was flying for the show, they were coming up and going, oh, you're the guy off TikTok. Oh, sick, yeah, we'll go. See, uh, you're dead funny, man. We'll go see your show. And even, so even if they're not... You do look like every stuff, guy who's ever been on yeah, TikTok. Yeah, I think, uh, I think they were expecting Cal Freezy, to be honest. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, but, yeah, man, just they were just coming out and see the show and stuff. And, like, they've... I know it's sort of t- it's tough to put it into words because we've not really I've not sold tickets before we did the yeah. work in progress and stuff but there were tiny real rooms man and I wasn't really filling them too well and stuff um, so you don't really I don't know I just it wasn't really getting I disagree um, I disagree I think I there was a good the mix I'm looking for I f- I feel like you were doing well for the work in progress for a work in progress Edinburgh show outside of Edinburgh it's hard to fill unless you're a big name with a big yeah. profile. 
Yeah, I guess. And you were doing and, really well. But yeah, man, just the people that were that were coming out to see the shows. Like, there was a lad named Ollie, and um, he's from Newcastle. Listens to the pod and Wait, so I does his missus. You're fucking yeah. horrible. He's no longer yeah. listens. He's give up. Away. <laughs> but he listens to the pod and so does his missus. And it was her birthday in August at some point, like a week or two ago. And as part of it, he thought I'll surprise her. I'll take her to Edinburgh. And part of it was clicking us to see my show. Yeah, and you're just like that's so fucking cool, man. Like, it and people crazy. were making themselves known and saying they really enjoyed the show, and now they're a big fan of the pod and stuff. And you just because like we we know that we're just, they're just a number almost at the, at the, until they make themselves known. Like we that's sort it. of see the download numbers, yeah, but you don't almost see it as like real people. And then they come and they stand in front of you and go, "Mate, we're a big fucking fan of your stuff." And you, yeah, it's just I don't know they'll just they'll never know. No, how it's always boss when people reach it. out and we get submissions, and then we've got the people who are like regularly, regularly 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 like tweet stuff or repost stuff share stuff um you know you remember the names because we are so sort of like i know we've said we're nearly a couple of years in but we are kind of new yeah we? you know what i mean so um yeah i love it when people come up and stuff and say they listen to the pod or reach out and keep doing it keep sending us submissions keep sending us messages because it fucking keeps us going we don't have fucking well, money it, coming man, in like... that's all we've got is your <laughs> approval and we fucking need it sometimes so you do you do sit there and you go like could my time be better spent elsewhere like you don't give us as gig as nearly as often as you'd like yeah and because you've got obviously you've got your day job and then like doing the pod and stuff takes up so much time and you do sort of go like how much of this is worth doing could i be doing other things and then you go you do go to a place like the fringe and people start coming out because they already know who you are like it blew me away how many people were coming to the show because they already knew me and not just because it was a show at the fringe yeah like it wasn't i mean i sold over 1100 tickets there was not wasn't like there was 900 people near me yeah but still like there was like a couple of hundred people who were like oh yeah we like we've seen your stuff and yeah it was just so fucking cool and like i say they'll never know how grateful i was for it like and stuff like that just really helps because like my time slot was 4 30 p.m and like I've got a joke about how my dick looks it's like my dick's so small compared to my balls that it looks like a slug learner beanbag. And I did that joke three times out of eighteen shows because they did not <laughs> want to hear early. it. Yeah. <laughs> that they, they were not they were not keen on it. It was a very older crowd. When the when the audience is limping into the venue, you know you're gonna have a rough one. You're gonna have a real rough one. Yeah, so like those people like the really because they're limping because they got a fucking piece. They're yeah, like, it's yeah, just yeah, not that's it. Weighing them down. Uh, yeah. Good so it was just, yeah, like I say, the, when those people sort of coming over and making themselves known really did help you sort of get through the month and stuff and people yeah. say nice things. And and yeah, I was just really pleased with the show. The um, the worst one by far was the last one, oh, which is worst. always nice. That's it's nice to keep worst. you grounded, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, just reminding you the piece of shit. What got listeners have you Mate, ticket? But we're not going <laughs> to listen. fucking hanging. It was so minging. It was so, so minging. So on this Saturday night, I finished, my last show was on the Sunday. On the Saturday night, I uh, I filmed the show. The crowd were fucking great. It was such a fun one. We turned away about 50 people. The room only held like 44 people. We turned away about 50. It was just uh, everyone on that last Saturday that I did was just absolutely smashing it. All their shows were selling out. The numbers were just outrageous for everybody. It was a real good weekend. And the crowd were great. I had a fucking great show. And then the ne- <laughs> I thought, oh, I could just end on that one, really. That would be fine. And then the next day, there was like 22 people in. And it was like the most tragic game of guess who you've ever seen. They were all just dotted around. They were all 109 years old. And I was just like, this is going to be fucking rough. And it really was. It was, oh, my God. And like, don't make no mistake. Like, obviously, you do, when you when I see like an older crowd, I don't think much of it. Like, because, you know, they're more than welcome to be at a show. I just feel bad because I already know they're not going to enjoy it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's nothing against, like, the older generation. A bit, it is. Some take you by like, surprise. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Some of them are so yeah. on board and stuff. But then I just... It's weird going up there knowing that half your stuff isn't going to yeah. be for them. And it affects you, you too. Like, oh, it affects you. Yeah. If you walk into a room and you look at them and you just think, like, I'm going to smash it. I mean, that sounds really anxious. Uh, that sounds really arrogant, but it's it's something that you feel sometimes, isn't it? Just puts you at ease Not, and, I, you, and you I, will I, nail it. When? <laughs> um, but if you look at a room and you're like... Fuck. Yeah. It just it's a feedback loop. Yeah. And you yeah, start second sure. guessing everything and And yeah, so it was just like I say, I've not got loads else to say on the fringe. It was just a really fun time. I just didn't really socialise. I shat myself, that was fun. Sick? Yeah. Any pictures of that? I, there was that as well, yeah. <laughs> that from the ceiling. Oh but yeah, that was what was hanging <laughs> off the ceiling in the fucking shower, yeah. Oh my god. What did you eat? So hanging. Genuinely just chips and curry sauce at a chippy. 
and everyone was like, oh, it can't be that. Like, you've not had any meat That's or anything. Salmonella li- can, can live on anything, yeah, I learned. It, mate, oh my God. I was pissing from my arsehole. It was really not a good time. I woke up in like absolute agony. You had to cancel the show, didn't you? I cancelled two shows, yeah. It was fucking rough, man. It was so horrible. And then I got up. I, I, I genuinely, I just couldn't get off the toilet, no matter what I did. Joey, you're like, no, 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 you got more. Like, <laughs> like it's just every time I stood up, I was like, nope, better sit back down. I just couldn't get off the toilet. Went out. I thought the show must go on. We're three days into the fringe. I can't be that guy. Like, I need to do these shows. You're just scared. They're like I shitting went, yourself and having chips and curry all over you. Mate, just had a gig. Just hanging. Absolutely hanging. I went into the co op to get a Lucas Aid Sport. Thought, keep myself hydrated. That'll help me. Trusted a fart. Should not have done. Had shit going down my leg. Anyway, let's crack on. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a bad time. It's like when you're in, like, in a new city and like, for example, like Barcelona or anywhere like that. And you've just got people constantly stopping in front of you to take a photo. It's annoying, isn't it? Yeah. So annoying. That happens loads in Edinburgh because of the castle and stuff. Oh, and that people like, just do not move out of your way. Down. When they start slowing down to do it, and they have no awareness that there's a flow of traffic and people walking behind yeah, them. Yeah. It just makes me want to fucking annoying, isn't it? brick someone. So annoying. Imagine you had shit in your pants when they're doing it. <laughs> Way worse. Do you know who you're talking to? <laughs> <laughs> like fucking Schrodinger's kex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Could or couldn't be shit in at all <laughs> Adam Rowe messaged me. He called me a shit house and said, quite well, yeah, pretty much. Um, but yeah, he messaged me and was calling me a shit house, saying that he's got IBS and if he had to cancel a show every time he shit himself, he'd never gig. <laughs> but like, I was, I wasn't really bothered about that. It was just a spewing up and everything, man. Like yeah. it was so violent. Like I fucking vomited about six times in one day, man. Like Joey, you're just like I can't. Like you don't want to go viral. That. Yeah, like I, I had something viral inside me, and that was that was that was a big problem. It was not himself at the fringe. Did you hear about Ralph <laughs> Brown? Comedian destroyed by chip shot. <laughs> it's like horrible. Did you hear about Ralph Brown and the gun? Do you know more about what yeah, happened? Yeah, yeah, it was a fake gun. I was. Um, oh, I'm gutted now. Fuck for me, for listeners that don't don't know who that is, there's a comedian named Ralph Brown. He got into it with a heckler, uh, so it made him look a little bit stupid, and the guy pulled a gun on him, <laughs> which personally I was fucking gutted about. <laughs> How could that happen to me? Fucking, he the, sold out his run. That's what I mean. Fucking crazy from that. Yeah. I never. I, I think that's gonna be the only scenario where I could be staring into the barrel of the gun, smiling. Going, yeah, Do yeah. You know what you're doing <laughs> for me right now, lad. <laughs> but yeah, mate, it just turned out to be a fake one. But the guy was arrested under the same. He might as well have had a real gun. Yeah, because the threat was the same. Yeah, good. Yeah. Good. Um, so it was rough, man. I had a fucking really awkward moment on stage as well. Do you remember me posting on my story the photo of uh, me just sort of my head in my hands and the disabled woman behind me? Yes. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, yeah. Do you want the context Kyle of that? Legacy's version of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah go on. What so, so I was doing this gig in Cabaret Voltaire. Uh, it's just one of the venues in Edinburgh, and we were just doing a gig. Kyle hosted it. It was sound. It was whatever and i'm on stage and i can just see like banging behind me and like a guy's just like slamming a door and shit so oh, i've turned around like, like shagging no no <laughs> uh a guy's like slamming a door and shit so i've just sort of done like yeah well, yeah slam it why don't you no worries mate appreciate it sort of thing and just like, carried on next minute i hear another one and this guy's like holding a person so i was like what the fuck are you, why are you kidnapping a person <laughs> no he's like lifting it like proper like carrying her through like the, the movie f- the bodyguard oh right fair yeah i don't know um but he's like carrying her and i was like why are you kidnapping a person and she just went i'm disabled and oh, lad. Oh, my. mate i'll slide the photo in here for people that haven't seen it oh my god what i t- i was literally like rolling around on the stage <laughs> so you just like oh like of all the things <laughs> i had a lecturer that got sacked for something like that you know oh really yeah Someone oh, was it was an to, easy mistake to make. Someone was trying to get in, like banging in the door behind that was like locked. It's where the lecturers, yeah. And, and, yeah. and he was pointing at a sign that says, you know, no entry. And they were blind. And he got sacked. Oh my God. Yeah. Madness. Yeah. yeah, that was a very uh, happy. Yeah, should we take a break? <laughs> <laughs> We've got merch. Finally, we've got merch. We've been talking about doing this for ages and we've finally made it happen. We've got our own online store at spreadnegativitypod.com. We're selling t-shirts with logos. We're selling queefs. Whatever you want, we've got it. (laughs) We're selling queefs in a jar if you want one. we've got beanies mugs phone cases loads of stuff like that so check it out but if you do order something and i cannot stress this enough order one size up i'm a large structural large in most things i've got a 2xl in this liam you'll notice doesn't even have a hoodie yet because i'm still making his out of a bed sheet right proper nightmare <laughs> 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 
Check us out, spreadnegativitypod.com. If there's anything that you want and you don't see, let us know. We'll see what we can do. Yeah, we'll sort it out. And we will get better at these adverts as time goes on. So I know that you want to be big feature boy in the second half as usual. And I'm Please sure... tell me you've got features because I do not have enough. <laughs> I've sure. been doing other stuff. I, I, have, I have fuck all, mate. I've only got one. You've been fucking <laughs> fringing it. I've been doing fuck. I've edited and I um, have thrown me back out again. Of course you have. Again. Yeah. I fucking again. Not through like exercise or going to the gym. Reaching for a sandwich at the meal deal counter or something. I was reaching for, for a butty. Um, oh, I regret calling it that. I was, a weird word, isn't it? I was making me love to my lady wife. Oh, so you meant... And I was... The old swish and flick, I was reaching, and I threw me fucking back out. In my defence, I'd just been the gym. So I'd, I had just been like, squatting big weights and that. I might have put some pressure on me, uh, on me back. But yeah, I was reaching over. Big fat twinge. Oh, fucking, I'm a good husband. Did the job anyway. You know, swish and flick. Wingardium Levy. Maybe you heard what he just called you. I'd never call her that. That's what you call her. No. I didn't say a word. I was just asking a question. She's not a big job, but she's hard work. That's what I fucking say. But it's yeah, a mate, team. Fucking threw me back out doing that, and it's just not been the same since, and it's proper winding me up. And anyone else is winding me up? Oh, no, actually, I'm not going to go into that. Not an else is winding me up. <laughs> Such a fucking coward. Talk to me about the fringe. <laughs> I want to do want to know before we move on. I know that we talked a lot about the fringe in the first section. I want to know you didn't talk about the shows you saw or anything. What were like? Oh, I, did, I barely seen any. Oh, you fucking messing? Genuinely, because yeah. I was just so fucking like I flyed so many hours every day. Yeah, in, you were done. I had, the, I had two shows. Um, so yeah, I saw Daniel Muggleton's, and I was seven minutes late for that because yeah. I was rushing from mine. That was a great show, though. He was a lovely man. Um, who else did I see? I saw Phil Ellis. He was, came out wearing a dress as a cat, wearing a gimp suit. <laughs> did he? He's just been nominated for best show. I'm not surprised. <laughs> it was so fucking stupid and so good. Um, who else did I see? I saw Liam Withnail do a preview the day before my show started because I, I just couldn't see anything, man. Yeah, just couldn't see anything at yeah. all. Uh, I saw four shows in total. Oh, really? It's That's it? Not, fucking yeah. hell! Yeah, and I saw like 25. I was going to ask year, you so. pick of the fringe and all that. Fucking get your features out, lad. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Show us your features, baby. So it was worth it, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> while I was over at the fringe, I was. <laughs> I ended up going on to Reddit because there's so much porn on there and I missed Beth. Um, <laughs> Hold on, you went on Reddit for porn? Have you not been on there? That's a shit choice, that. Mate, you mad? Stills. Oh, there's no still. There's more than stills. What are you messing? Why not porn up? Because I've, I don't know, I've seen, seen stuff on there. I'm like, I'm like fucking Pavlov's, Pavlov's dog baby, that little fucking drum beat. So uh, it's manufactured. I don't, it. like, I don't like a. Uh, <laughs> You've seen that video of a kid, <laughs> like a school like event in America, and he's at the drum kit, and he just does the little like the little porn up drum beat, and the fucking crowd goes wild. <laughs> no, Tells I'm you a lot about it. the youth for today. We've got a problem. <laughs> we, <laughs> yeah, you're nation. not youthful. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, um, I don't know. I just it's too manufactured porn. It's too much going. I like a, I like an amateur brasses lad. No, so, but like it's just pure, just pure stars on there. I don't want a star. I want a vet. Look like, as in, like a veteran or someone who works at a veterinary <laughs> practice. <laughs> this is good. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want. I don't want a big soundbite. Yeah, I don't want a big star. I don't want one of those. I no, want I get that. It that's... is overproduced. I'm not all about that. Yeah. I prefer the more, you know, original. Yeah. But there's still this poor. Anyway, while I was Reddit. on, while, while I was, on, I was obviously looking for the sexy stuff. And, uh, and a question oh, came up. In the search bar <laughs> the stuff, I'm such a loser. <laughs> but while I was looking on there, there was a question that came up in one of the feeds. It was just in the Ask Reddit feed. And it, is, it says, like, so it goes, you can have sex with one per- <laughs> <laughs> So funny. It's so bad. You put, you can have sex with one real person from all of human history. Who is your ultimate lay? That's the question, right? So we'll get yours in a minute. I'll all give right. you mine or whatever. Um, but some guy commented, put, he just put, I'd like to have sex with, <laughs> I'd like to have sex one more time with my wife who passed away from cancer nine years ago. My body yearns for hers. The ultimate downside is fine to finding the one is she may die young and leave you wanting. Fucking hell, heavy, that, isn't it? Some guy commented back to him, just put, I also choose this guy's dead wife. <laughs> Yes. 
is. That's what you get though for trying to bring the fucking <laughs> bring the vibes down. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Who's your ultimate lay? You could pick anyone. Historical figure. Yeah. Anne Boleyn. <laughs> Anne Boleyn. Yeah, I know. She was the Henry VIII wife that had such bomb pussy. He had to get her head chopped off because he didn't want no one else to have it. <laughs> Is that when you want her as well? Post headshot? No, no, just prior. Not prior. just prior, just actually. Prior. That's just the <laughs> He's literally got the knife. You're just like, give me a sec. I'll be doing in a minute. <laughs> or she did things to him that he couldn't have get leaked. And that's why... He... Get leaked? What? Yeah. Did he have a video no, of it, it leaks. It was just the town, cri- the town crier. Just go AWOL. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I'm Boleyn. Was she fit? Let's have I, mean, a look. I mean, all we've got's paintings. There was no photography back yeah, then. Yeah, but, you know. It's not just about looks. What would she look like today? Is there a thing? That, oh, God, no, she's fucking foul. She kind of looks like Jack Leto. We shouldn't... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jack. Farmer guest Jack Leto. Can I, can I choose differently? Go on, I hope so. <laughs> um, has it got to be a historical figure or can it be No, like, it can just be anyone that's ever, ever existed. Absolutely anyone who's ever existed. I would say, oh, this is such a fucking... John Air Dancer, but I'm talking Prime Time, Nuts Magazine, Lucy Pinder. You're a fucking loser. Why? You're an absolute fucking loser. Why am I? You're just so old. Oh, like fuck. Lucy I'm... Pinder was like the dad's, what the dad's like. I was young at the time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're so fucking old. You're so old. Yeah. I'd choose uh, the Porsche in Cars 1. Oh, right. I've ne- one, of, I, I must be old because I've never fucking seen cars. Oh, she's fit, mate, and two, I can just about, like, I could get you choosing, uh, you know, an animated character that might not necessarily be fully human, such as Lola Bunny, because, yeah, bang tidy. But a, a car. You're one of these people who puts the dick in the exhaust. Oh, mate, she's so fit. Like, you wouldn't. Mate, she's a family car. That's fucking not attractive at all. There's nothing sporty about her. She's a Porsche. What do you mean? How's that a family car? It's only got one door. Oh, well, maybe it was the eyes that made me think, like, family, you know. She's only got one door. Well, she's got... <laughs> the back one, am I right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> um, okay, so let's see what else I've got here. Um, I'm widely unprepared for this. That's fine. Um... I'm on the arsehole for not wanting to give my wealthier sister the lion's share of the inheritance. Ooh. Yesterday, my parents sat me, 31 male, my two brothers, 32 male and 34 male, and my sister, 41 female, down to discuss their will. My parents informed us that they want to split it five ways. My sister gets two, fi- two fifths while the three of us... Uh, fuck off. My sister gets two fifths while the three of us brothers get one fifth each. Their reason is that my sister sacrificed her childhood for our family, so it's only fair she gets compensated. In our childhood, my father's business partner screwed him over, so there was a period where we were broke and in debt. My parents had to work multiple jobs to keep us afloat, and my sister babysat us while our parents worked. All she had to do was feed us and keep an eye on us. We were pretty calm kids, so all we did was play games and do our homework. It probably wasn't thrilling, but not exactly a tremendous hardship. I complained to my parents, along with my brothers, that it's insane they want to give my sister two-fifths of the inheritance over that, especially since she's financially the best off out of all of us. She doesn't have any kids and a dual income with a partner. My parents said they're disappointed in us and we said we need to reflect on ourselves. My sister didn't say shit while my parents spoke, but texted us afterwards that she had zero intention of taking two-fifths, but we were all arseholes. Am I the arsehole for feeling like this split is unfair? Yeah. No, you're not the arsehole. Sorry, I completely agree with you. What are you you're fucking not talking it's about? It's split, so she's getting two shares of it. She's also didn't have the childhood that they had. That doesn't fucking matter. Everyone was born abs- equally into no, that family. No, it does it. It's no, no, yeah, absolutely not. Equal. That's, you're that's out how of you your cause rifts in a family. That you're out of your mind. So it says in our childhood, my father's business partner screwed him over. So there was a period where we were broken in debt. My parents had to work multiple jobs to keep us afloat, and my baby, my sister, babysat us while all of our while our parents worked. Oh, so you so sat and watched a fucking no, movie while they were no, playing video games? They were calm boys? She she fed them and kept an eye on them. They, sure, they were calm, but for so much of her childhood, she, all she had to do, all she, she had to watch them all the time. And ultimately, this is the parents' way of paying her back for what they felt was an unfair... Love and money are not equal. When it comes to money, everything's split down the middle. It's the fairest way. It's You're the fairest way. Mind. It is. It is. It's, plus, like, it's their choice. It's like he so, doesn't get a say. All right, I'll back that. He doesn't I get do a say. The parents have gone, we've not been able to give our daughter the life that we gave you. By the time you were her age, we were financially better off. We gave you things that we couldn't give her, and you got so much more of your childhood because they never... She, 
like you didn't ever have to look after anyone. You never had to do anything like that. She spent her teenage years sat in the house watching you. She didn't get the childhood that we wanted to give her. This is our way of feeling like we can pay her back. This is our thing. This is our money. We feel like we will pay, we'll be able to pay her back in this way. And he's gone, ah, bah, 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 bah. no, I want your money. Yeah. Two right? No, it's his birthright. <laughs> you're a dickhead. You it's are. his birthright. You I don't think... even agree. I can see it in your eyes. You don't even agree with yourself. You're trying no, to be contradictory. I actually, I actually do. Contrary, contrary. Yeah. That one. I, I agree. <laughs> I agree with what you said in that it's their money and it's up to them what they do with it. Hundred percent, I back that. But I think that if you were in a multi-sibling family, if it's not split equally, you you would be like, well, why? I don't think it's like. I don't think it's fair and, and representative of well it, sh- it should be split equally i don't know also i don't like the part where he says she's financially the best stuff out of all of us because she doesn't have any kids and a dual income with a partner you chose to have kids that's again like, yeah it's yeah. not that's but, but why you, is that her problem it's not but it would also add insult to the injury wouldn't it you would be a bit like oh well fucking you'd be fuming anyway and then that's gonna add to, i agree that's not necessarily rational it's not her fault that she made different choices than him um, but it's also not their fault that she was older and had to babysit them. I think when you've got kids, it should just be equal regardless. So say oh, say no. you have a kid now, right? You're up and coming comedian, you have Kill a kid myself. now. And then you have a kid like seven years later and you've like you're absolutely smashing it, selling out arenas. Are you gonna leave less inheritance to the one who was around only experienced life well off because you were selling out arenas? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. If I have a kid now and we're absolutely broke, we're in debt all of the time, I've not been able to give he or she the life that I would have liked to give them, and then in 10 years' time I have another child who's only ever known luxuries, of course, when I die, the one that got nothing growing up gets more. I don't think that's how it works. It absolutely does if I want to do that. Yeah, if you want to do yeah, that. Which is what they want the to do. Of course you want to do arsehole. that is to prove me wrong on a no, podcast. No, no, I don't. No, I don't. But all, all I'm saying is he's the arsehole forever... Questioning what someone else does with their money. I've got no right to question what you want to do with your will. If you want to give it all to Beck and none to me, then that's your prerogative. (laughs) But I'll be fucking fuming. But like, I'm an arsehole if I question it. Do you know what I mean? I get that. And that's where he's being an arsehole. And also, it's just it's their prerogative. They they have the they have this inside them where they've gone. We've not been able to give her what we gave you. This is our chance to do that. Right. I'm trying to win this on a technicality. Did he say, "Am I the arsehole for feeling this way"? Am I the arsehole for not wanting to give my wealthier sister the lion's share of the inheritance? Yes, because it's not your inheritance to give. He's the arsehole. End of story. Thanks so much for watching. (laughs) I I would like to take this pause of the conversation to apologise for saying the phrase bomb-ass pussy earlier, especially when describing Anne Boleyn, our uh, previous monarch's wife. (laughs) I'm disgusted in my behaviour, and that was a formal Um, statement. Yeah, I just don't know how you've you can have a rabbit say, and I think you're a piece of shit. Yeah. I think you are. Just I mean, if if, you, if they never know, they might hate the sister, and she's going to inherit all their debt. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah you've, not, done it. you've not looked into that. Yeah, does that happen? Uh, I've no idea. Uh, when you die, does your debt get written off, or do your kids inherit it? Put it this way: if it does, then my mum will be getting CPR off me, <laughs> fucking loads, <laughs> absolutely loads, <laughs> non-stop CPR. <laughs> At some points, people will just think I'm trying to pull my mum. That's all. Just that... trying to get off of that. Yeah. Next feature? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I think we're done. I've not, I genuinely don't really have anything. I've got a couple, but they're dead long. Do you want to yeah, do one more? Do a long one, yeah. Sam. Yeah. Okay. Um, what have we got? Okay, same same sort of... I don't know if we want to do this one. It, it's uh, I'm in the arsehole for buying my son a car, but not my daughter. Do you want to do that? It was a bit yeah, go on. It's the in the same one. vein. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So do we want to do it or do we not? Well, I did want to do it, but I feel like you don't want me to. No, I'm fine. I'm just I want to do it, yeah. I don't want to fucking okay, do, yeah, it, sweet, yeah. do it. Hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. There's one I want to do that you've read out to guests and I hope you've still got. There was one that you read out and I really thought we were going to do it on Kay Nicholson's episode, but she went with another one. And it was, um, am I the arsehole for, it was something to do with the money that, Giving my ex-wife a large amount of money I won despite the anger of my girlfriend. Yeah, that's You want to do that one? I want to do that one, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm on the arsehole for giving my ex-wife a large amount of money I won despite the anger of my girlfriend. I recently won a fuck you amount of money. I won't say exactly how much, but it's in the millions. It makes me feel funny even typing it. It's enough to change the life of myself and my family. 
My ex-wife is the mother of my two kids. She's an amazing woman and good to the bone. We divorced six years ago because I had an affair with my current partner. I was in a low place in my life and I fucked up. She was in incredible pain, but like a fucking saint, she allowed me to still see our kids who mean the world to me. Allowed our divorce to be as pain-free as possible despite the fact that I know she was hurting. She still is close to my parents. She is respectful to me, although she refuses to talk to my girlfriend. She was actually the first person I phoned after I found out I won the lottery. She was pleased to me, joked that I could take the kids on a world round trip and that was that. Nothing else. As soon as I won, I knew I wanted to give her a significant amount. I still love her. She's the mother of my babies and I feel like this is some small but tiny way I can show her that I'm not a complete fuck up. She deserves to know that I care despite my mistakes. She also works a shitty job in the public library which pays her peanuts. She would actually be able to pursue her hobbies this way, give our kids a better life between us. I haven't discussed this with my ex yet but I have with my parents who strongly agree and my lawyer who was very surprised but on board. Long story short, when I told my girlfriend she was livid, screaming that I'm disrespecting her, accusing me of still being in love with my ex-wife, which I'm not. I'm not in love with her. We've both grown apart, but of course I still love her for being an excellent co-parenting partner and mother to my kids. My girlfriend is threatening to break up with me, and to be honest, I'm feeling incredibly relieved over those threats. I don't plan on changing my plans, but am I the arsehole? No, I don't think you're the arsehole at all. Quite an obvious one. I don't know why yeah, I'm Yeah, you're quite clearly not <laughs> happy in that relationship. And she's an arse. She's a dickhead. She's a complete nutter dickhead. Yeah. Like... It goes back. It's similar to what we were just doing before. You've you've got you feel guilt in some way. You've now feel like you're able to repay this person back, and somebody's trying to get in the way of it. You do. Yeah. It's just a no. Absolutely not. Of it's, course, you're not a bad person. And also, it's different if it was just like an ex. It's like the parent of your children. They're like your priority. Yeah. They're the people that you want to. Yeah, I mean, if she was someone you shagged in uni and you've not spoke to exactly. since, so I sort it's of get it. It's different, isn't it? Yeah, it's different. Um, See, when you first read it out as well, part of me thought, like, am I the asshole for telling my wife before my girlfriend? So I thought that that was like, mm. do you know, the whole adultery thing going yeah, yeah, on. Yeah. The, the, my favourite bit about it, though, is when it goes, uh, I feel like this is some small, tiny way I can show her that I'm not a complete fuck-up, as if... Like he did this. Yeah, you blew all your money on fucking scratch cards. And you melt. got super lucky. <laughs> and you're like, I'm not a complete fuck up. It's like you've just literally just won millions and now you're going to give us some. Like you're still a fuck up, but you fuck up with money. This is how you judge the character of someone who's recently come into money. You either call it like I've just, I've developed a, you know, a, a healthy sum or you call it fuck you money. That tells you a lot about your character. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If he's calling it fuck you money, then he's quite clearly got issues of his own i mean to be honest if i've recently come into money it means the tissues were too far away <laughs> you would never waste money like that three, three weeks at the fringe it's what it's get, it's what it gets you do you know what i mean it's just you, you can't you can't you can't write it you just can't write it it's just it's, you can't teach genius talent talent something you're born with that's all it is did you did you get much cash at the fringe i'm just trying to change the subject <laughs> did people pay cash at the fringe uh no i didn't so the patreon will be set up some point soon um <laughs> i didn't mean money i meant like cash like oh yeah people cash. were putting in like euros and everything it was fucking mad i've got i've got to go to the your de change at some point but um what do you feel about all these uh cash nonces how do you mean? There's, in, there's like loads of people, like older people who have businesses. The whole like, like we, we need to keep cash. We need to keep cash. Yeah. Yeah. So I saw something where it was like, um, if I go to the barbers and I give the barber uh, 50 quid, then he goes to the butchers, he buys 50 quid's worth of meat. And he gives them for fifty quid, and then if he goes from the butchers to the uh, to buy his kids some uh, some shoes or whatever, he pays fifty quid there. And twenty transactions in, it's still worth fifty quid. If he pays on card, then that person will get like forty eight pound ninety, and then he goes to the butchers and he'll spend that forty eight ninety, and the guy at the butchers will get forty four pound sixty. Judge something like whatever the math yeah. like yeah. he'll get forty seven, and then eventually that fifty quid is worth absolutely nothing. So I do get it. The more we have cash, the less the banks take off us. And I do, I yeah. do. It's more ideal in that, like, kids' birthday cards, you can't put a tenner in them anymore. And you've got to transfer a tenner and, so, and everything's just like, yeah. It's it benefits us to have cash in society for as long as possible. Um, but, like, one woman put um, put a tenner in my, my bucket of the fringe and was, like, super... Apologetic. No, it was, like, like... Oh, oh, it's cash. Cash is like, king. That's yeah. how she put it in. Yeah, she, she said, said that too. Yeah. King. Of course she fucking she, did. They you all have it like, tattooed on the forehead. You know, you're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. I'd, I, <laughs> I, I get what you're saying and I do get that. Maybe as a business owner, you'd be more... Uh, big word cognizance of well that. I would I'd do the bucket and like people would people would donate on card and stuff and let's say like on one particular day I got 100 quid I'd get 97 through off some up or something and you're like it's a bit annoying isn't it because where's that three quid gone 
Like it's just the pockets of the fat cats, but they're uh, they're taking the inconvenience away from you of having to go and yeah. cash that in, which yeah. I'd pay three quid for. Would you not pay three quid for that? I'd pay three quid to not have coins. Do you know what I mean? Like coins in your pocket. Well, you Liam Tuffy are, are so part annoying. of the problem. I am it's part disgusting. of the problem. Disgusting. One of my mates used to keep like uh, 20 quid in a little key ring. Like, you know those little screw, screw up key rings mm. for like emergencies? He had it on his car keys. So if he ever, um, you know, was in an emergency where he needed petrol, he just had 20 quid in there that was good to go whenever. Right? So, um, <laughs> one of my mates, uh, one of my other mates was sat on the bus and uh he was a bit sad, like his, uh, he just had a loss in the family. And we're sat down and he goes, oh, oh Tuffy, look at this. He pulls his key out and he shows me that he's gone and got one of these little screw things for the money. So me just being a knobhead, just snatched it off him just to like unscrew it and get the 20 quid out. And I snatch it off him on the bus and start unscrewing it. And he goes, Tuffy, no, it's me granddad. <laughs> oh my God. And it was his granddad's ashes in that. And I was literally about two screws away from caking the whole bus oh and his fucking God. granddad. Imagine he got two fifths of his granddad. That would have been a fucking nightmare. <laughs> it had gone everywhere. Yeah, the family would have been fuming. Yeah. <laughs> Which, what do you reckon was in the vial though? That's all I, all I always think. Like A small portion of the... the that, yeah, yeah, but like which bit of him? I'd want it to be his cock. <laughs> if it was my granddad, I'd want, I'd want his cock. Oh. All right. Wouldn't you? That's like his manhood. That's his like fucking his whole reason for being. Is that not why we? Is that not why men exist? <laughs> it's all we think about. It's all we think with. If, if my knob's gone, what little love of it? What little knob I have? I'm I'm not gonna want to be here for much longer, mate. Makes two of us. <laughs> what? Cause you like it that much as well? No, I'm just done with this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for watching. If you came to see me at the Fringe, you'll never know how grateful I am. It was one of the best months of my life and I really fucking appreciate it. Uh, it's good to be back. This was a very sort of admin episode. This was a catch up. Yeah, I haven't stuff. seen each other um, in a while. And we'll get proper features and we'll be back on our bullshit real soon. Speaking of admin, I would just like to address the, the listeners. We were talking earlier that we get like 4,000 downloads, which is boss. But our YouTube numbers don't look as good, no. which means no, that don't. you cunts out there, love you very much, thanks for listening, like listening to us more than you can bear looking at our fucking faces, which I take as a personal offence. So I think it's absolutely fair. Yeah, it's pretty fair. But I, I mean, it's if pretty you could weird just... if you want to stare at two blokes sat down in a room. Yeah, but we sit good, baby. If I'm good at anything, it's sitting on my ass and doing nothing. Yeah, yeah. And look, I'm dis I'm the disappearing man. I'm gonna be this soon. If you want to see a body transformation over a very long period of time where the changes are barely noticeable, then please watch the YouTube videos. I'm like gonna always subscribe. be the cunt on the on the right with the bug eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Get watching. <laughs> oh, it lights up. Say I didn't even As know. If you didn't even know you've had that for two months. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think the listeners know I've, they probably just saw this appear one day yeah like, I got it you're from Barcelona I want to say this. and you'd know uh, that right. you'd have noticed if you just watched the video so please do that like yeah. subscribe put it in fast forward if you don't want to watch it in full do you remember when we were plugging the YouTube numbers for fucking ages absolutely ages so we could get to a thousand subscribers so we could start to monetize the channel um we didn't anticipate how much we talk about uh, jisms, and uh, <laughs> we've not had a monetized video in quite some time, and we've made four pounds. <laughs> not anticipate that it would be quite as unsatisfying as it has been. Fucking cash is fucking king. Cash is king, up, king, baby. Yeah. Cash is king. Oh man! Thanks so much for watching. We'll see you next time. Bye.